So, a study found that women trust dating advice from gay male friends more than from straight men because gay men have fewer ulterior motives. And I'm just left to wonder, what ulterior motives do you think us straight men have? That we want to bang you? While I can admit that that advice seemed like it was probably good, I do have to admit that as of right now, guys know very well that if a woman is coming to ask you for dating advice, they're probably not going to bang you. So they'd much rather, so we'd much rather give that advice freely based on, you know, what we feel and how we feel it should be done best. Because at least we know each other. When it comes to gay guys, though, like they could give good advice on one end because, you know, it's it's them playing against the home team. So it makes sense. But at the same time, the advice that they're going to give you is probably going to be the exact same advice that your fellow female friends will give you. And also, sometimes these guys are going through the same exact problems you are. And they're thinking through it in the same exact frame of thought you are. So you guys have like the exact kind of mentality. And this guy's probably going to give you the same exact advice that you've probably been telling yourself. So in one way or another, it'll be more like you're listening to yourself. And yes, just like that, you'll probably both come to the conclusion that Brian is trash because he's a Leo. Now, on top of that, it's not like you can use that same exact frame of logic with guys. Because we can't exactly go and ask lesbian women for advice on girls. Because there's a pretty good chance that they'll end up taking those girls from us. Trust me. That whole spaghetti shit that they usually talk about is actually true. But anyways, in as much as I'd love to continue telling people why straight people give the best advice, we do have a podcast to do and, well, this one carries no ulterior motives. So, in typical fashion... Welcome to Break Time on My Side, your number one break time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is a straight man but gives good relationship and dating advice. He is a man who has once been referred to as Dr. Love but on cocaine. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets here and there and break them down into something a little bit more sensible here and there. Now, for those of you all that feel like your tweets should be mentioned, should be discussed or you find a tweet that you think should be discussed, the drill is very simple. You all probably know it and if you don't know it because maybe it's your first time or you forgot, I'm going to remind it for you. You send that tweet to my DMs on at Bagaka, the D, the B, and the DR capital on Twitter, and I will break it down from there. If you see it on Instagram, maybe it was a screenshot or something, or maybe you saw it on Facebook, then you send them both to the same exact DMs of at Breaktime on Westside, and I will handle it accordingly. Just like that. Super simple, you know? It'll be a lot better than some of the dating advice that some of y'all have been getting, you know? But anyways... Before I get into the tweets of this week, I do need to mention something and it's a bit more of a complaint but it's a little bit more of a call to action because I believe without a shred of doubt, with almost no complete evidence but with full, full belief that we are the most entitled generation of people that has ever existed on planet earth in as far back as my knowledge of history goes. We are incredibly, incredibly entitled. Because at what point did we get to where we decided that we should tell people what to do with their money or how much of it they should probably give? Now, to give a bit of a context as to why it is I have this problem with people, there was a story about Meek Mill driving around Atlanta in his Rolls Royce and stopping by where a couple of kids were busy hustling and trying to sell water 
and he gave them $20 and it caused a bit of a backlash because I don't know there were 68 kids of course they weren't exactly from a well-off neighborhood you know they seemed like they were fairly young and everything and he gave them $20 and people were bashing him online for it. Now of course the reason as to why it is people were bashing him was because he just quote unquote just gave $20 and my question is why were you people expecting him to give a lot more? Was it because of the fact that he's he's an accomplished celebrity rapper and artist? Was it because he was moving around in a Rolls Royce that was $400,000 plus? And I've got to admit, this is part of the reason why if at any point I try to make a contribution, I try to make it as anonymous as possible. Because I don't like the level of entitlement that people have because at times people will see that you have a certain amount of money or you live a certain kind of lifestyle and they expect you to give money apparently because you have it which i think is absolutely wrong now honestly when when i watched the video of him dealing with those kids firstly the kids were quite aggressive in as much as they were really really young kids they didn't look like they were a day above 12. um he gave them 20 dollars and he was asking the cause that they were pushing for and they weren't really giving him an answer which begged to prove that they're probably just doing this for themselves, which makes it more like a bit of a business thing. And when you think about it that way, then even him giving $20 was a little bit much because according to the people who are in the States, obviously, cause I'm not there, I wouldn't entirely know, but according to some of the calculations that were done by a couple of guys online, a box of 24 water bottles, a pack of 24 goes for about $3. Him giving them $20 in as much as yes, they're supposed to split it among six to eight kids. It does seem like if it's taken and it's used in the business again, it can actually bring forth a little bit more, which they can sell to make even more money. So in a sense, it's like he's helped them, but people are busy bashing him because he just gave $20. And the problem is the just part, because at what point did he tell you that he had more money to give? Of course, maybe he had more money in his pocket, but even though he has the money, even though he had more money in his pocket, even though he was walking around with $10,000, who told you that it's his obligation to give money that is his? It's his hard earned money. It's not like none of those kids ever helped him work for it or, or helped him release a record so he has to give more back. He's not obligated to even give the money. Hell, if anything, he could have driven past and not even bothered with the kids but he chose to stop by and actually see if he can help the community in one way or another and honestly if these kids and the people around them are busy criticizing him and are bashing him for just giving twenty dollars i think you guys fail to understand it in business where you can just take the little money that you have as an investment as additional revenue considering that this guy pretty much either bought a bottle or didn't even buy a bottle of water but gave twenty dollars and use it to expand but People are busy just trying to bash him for the fact that he just gave $20. Him giving $20 is entirely of his own choice. He's not obligated to give it and in as much as yes, it would be good to give more, if he chooses to or he doesn't choose to, it's entirely of his own will. So why the hell is it that you're criticizing his, his choice to actually give? Because at that point, he might as well not have given. And at this point, I'd probably blame religion for this because of this whole thing of people talking about, oh, you know, the rich should give to the poor, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to crucify it just now, pun intended. I'm going to chalk this one down to a self-entitled generation of people 
that expect people to give them more because they have more forgetting that these people have rights to their money because it's their money and it's not anyone else's so if they choose to give a little if they choose to give a lot if they choose to not give any it's entirely of their own free will if you feel like they should have probably given more and what they did was wrong then take your money and go and contribute it there i bet those kids are probably still there i bet those kids exist i bet there's people that can identify and know those kids so they can probably go and give them that additional money that they claim meek mill should have given just saying but anyways we should move it on to the tweets but before we get to the tweets I know you're dying to continue the podcast you're currently listening to, but we have to interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you Sound Nation, relevant music ranging from hip-hop to rumba, rock to bongo, and much, much more. We shall review new albums as well as fresh singles whilst paying homage to the sounds of the past. Find our episodes on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast streaming platforms. So... On to the first tweet. Your gentlemanly actions will never get you laid, bro. This is a tweet that I wholeheartedly agree on. And I think a lot of people have mistaken the idea of getting laid and the idea of dating to have the same exact tactics. Because, yes, maybe being a gentleman can get you a girlfriend. Maybe. Just maybe it could happen. But... At the same time, you think about the idea of you just want to go and get laid. At what point does being a gentleman get you laid? And yes, women will talk about how being chivalrous is attractive or treating them nice is something that they like. You know, complimenting them is a good thing. But go back and look at all the people that have laid pipe. Look at all the people who've been clapping those cheeks and ask yourself, are those people dicks or are those people gentlemen? Are those people the type to go and promise them the world to open the car door for them, to take them out on dates and have picnics with them? Do you think that they do all of that or do they just go talk a bunch of shit, make sure that they're completely themselves, openly blunt and possibly a bit arrogant, and then they still get to clap those cheeks? Ask yourself that very, very well. Because... For the most part, you will find that a lot of the so-called dicks, a lot of the so-called assholes do end up laying the babe. And the truth of the matter is, if you want to sleep with her and she wants to sleep with you, then it's going to happen. If she doesn't want to sleep with you, then your chances are significantly less. Yes, maybe being a bit of a dick can help. But ideally, the whole idea of being a dick or being a bit of an asshole usually works in the sense that you kind of stick out like a sore thumb or more like a middle finger so you do probably stick out and you kind of stand out and obviously when you stand out you're unique and if you're unique you could possibly be looked at as attractive blah blah big dick energy blah blah and then boom all of a sudden you're getting laid but at the end of it you kind of have to think through all of this getting laid is a two-way street whether you want to lay with her, whether you're a bit of an asshole or, you, or whether you're a nice guy, if the babe likes you and probably wants to bed you, then you're most probably gonna get laid. Because at that point, the only thing that can prevent you from getting laid is you doing something that'll make it look like you're not the best person to lay with. Just like that. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I went into discussing this tweet, I kind of thought about the whole, oh, you know, it's assholes and dicks that usually get laid. But at the end of it, you think about it. It's all about the other person actually wanting to lay with you. Now, I am going to say that obviously being a gentleman is not 
going to get you the best results in terms of just getting laid because for you to get laid you need to have a bit of a don't care personality it's not like you're trying to be the sweetest person on the planet or the nicest person on the planet if you're trying to be a gentleman then of course the best case scenario is that she's gonna see you as a potential boyfriend or husband and they're not going to want to lay with you at least not at that time they're not gonna want a one night stand they're gonna want a relationship and you don't want that you just want to lay pipe and go so if you just want to get laid then just make sure she likes you and have a little bit of that big dick energy that's it being a gentleman is not necessary at all can be one of the trashiest human beings but if you have sufficient big dick energy and she likes you then you're most probably gonna clap those cheeks but anyways we should move it along so on to the next tweet you're earning 21k a month and spending more than 4k on someone who's not family y'all got jokes and y'all do not love yourselves all right so to give a bit of context as to where this tweet came from some guy posted up on twitter this week about how he has been earning a salary of 21 g's and he used to send two g's to his girlfriend every fortnight so that she could go and do her hair and after a bit of a while of them being together he finds out that she's cheating on him and she stops picking up his calls like completely and in as much as i've strayed away from discussing the whole topic of dating and finances i kind of have to put this down here because it needs to be said stop spending money on women please my niggas my fellas stop spending money on women how is it that you a person who's earning 21k is ready to blow through a fifth of your entire month's salary on somebody's daughter who'll probably cheat on you and in this case actually did all in the name of love i don't care what kind of love it is even though you love women i don't see why it is that you'd spend that huge portion of your monthly income on someone else now i'm assuming that this 21 g's is the net salary and when you consider that this guy was blowing around 4 g's on his woman that's besides like other bills that he has to handle and i've got to kind of like redo his math a little bit because if you were to take 10 percent of the 4 g's that this guy is supposedly spending on his woman you take that 400 bob uh you go you buy yourself a gigantic bottle of lotion i'm assuming that you probably have internet in your house or it's among the other bills that you have to handle and you know you assist yourself with 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 a bit of that five alive kind of love and then you know you save up whatever money is there for i don't know the entirety of 12 months it could be the end of the year it could be at any different point in the year in which you decide to start saving up all of this and then you decide to treat yourself to say a vacation i think it would help you a hell of a lot more normally people would say oh you know why don't you invest that money but i get it maybe 48 g's minus the 400 make it about 47 600 might seem a little too little to invest but it's not too little to travel you can take two trips for the entirety of the year probably also budget for like three four road trips to random places which you don't entirely know and at the end of the day you'll have gotten way more value out of that money than sending it to somebody's daughter who probably won't even be that appreciative because you kind of think about it I don't think this guy was probably enjoying himself as much because when you think about a salary of about 21 20 g's in a month for for the typical nairobian i think that's usually just enough to get by 
on top of that he's sending a fifth of that money to his girlfriend so i bet he probably doesn't even enjoy himself that much he doesn't get to treat himself he doesn't get to spoil himself because he's busy sending that money to his girlfriend and you think about it this guy is young he's probably in his 20s he probably hasn't set up any investments and this guy will be expected in a couple of years to get married to start having kids at some point and make sure he can budget and handle the bills for that and also be able to create that thing that everyone likes to talk about called generational wealth so that he can secure his family for generations to come he hasn't had a chance to start setting up investments because he's busy sending out no two g's every single fortnight just so that someone can get their hair done this is part of the reason why people have actually started saying that a lot of the male youth of today are actually a hell of a lot less financially stable than their female counterparts. It's because these guys are busy handling the female counterparts bills while these women are busy spending whatever money they have saving and investing whatever's left because they have that provision. With guys it's like they're just being made to pay bills. It's incredibly annoying and I don't think guys should be putting themselves through such a liability. At the very most if I was in his position I'd probably say that I'd spend just 1k just one for the entire month like i don't have anything against people spoiling their significant others but please while you're young at least try to secure your financial future or if that's not what you're into then at least travel the world or do something that you probably find will be more fulfilling before you get married and have kids because damn you can't be wasting your 20s money on some woman that probably won't help you when you get into a fix it just has to be said anyways on to the next tweet men's biggest complaints about women include the silent treatment bringing up things he's done in the distant past and being critical this is highly agreed upon by many many men that have seen this tweet and the truth of the matter is yes these are all problems there's definitely others but let me try and break down these three one the silent treatment now i'd probably say that this is a big complaint but sometimes when you consider that some of the women that we've been with are extremely noisy the silent treatment might actually seem a little bit more peaceful but for those of us that do complain about the silent treatment here's the thing it doesn't exactly help because why are you punishing us for something that you could possibly even be wrong about you know i've never really seen the reason why the silent treatment is like a go-to method for people but if you want to get rid of the problem then wouldn't it be better if you just talked it out like does it have to be a win-lose situation why could we just talk it out and come to an agreement even though it's agreeing to disagree can that be better why do you have to go for the silent treatment like i'm not gonna lie from personal experience i have actually had a whole silent treatment thing with someone and that was kind of where things ended because well i don't do silent treatment it's either we're talking stuff out or stuff is done uh on to the next one bringing up things he's done in the distant past uh yes this is something that we do not like because if you forgave me then we might as well move on from it but guess what some of you all have a tendency to bring up stuff that was done 16 years ago to bring up stuff that we did before we got married for those of you all that are married you all have a thing of bringing up stuff that probably is irrelevant but you know you just need to add fuel to the fire on all the bad things that i've probably done so you just figure you know what let me bring up every single sin he's done from his distant past it might not be related to the argument it might not even be related to the relevancy of the situation at hand 
but y'all are gonna bring it up because well fuel to the fire and honestly if if you have a problem with someone say it you don't need to magnify the state of the issue you can just say that it means a lot to you we'll understand that a little bit better instead of bringing up all of the ghosts and skeletons from our distant past and on to the last one being critical sometimes you just need to stop overthinking stuff the term being critical is probably more of overthinking rather than being critical there's nothing wrong with being critical but overthinking and just over analyzing a situation that probably isn't even that big it's something that happens from time to time it's incredibly annoying sometimes you you, you find someone over analyzing something that is very simple and they complicate the matter and then they make it unbearable and then we suddenly don't even want to deal with them anymore and trust me ladies a lot of times we won't want to tell you stuff because we know that you'll overanalyze and read into the situation a little too much and make the whole thing a little bit complicated and then ruin the goodness or the badness or the simplicity of the matter you might see us turning around to admire good behind but you guys will suddenly start thinking that we apparently want to sleep with this woman and start a family and possibly deposit our kids somewhere and the truth of the matter is we're just admiring a nice gorgeous booty and it's not like we hate yours it's just that we saw a really good one so we just had to turn and look it's that simple but you're probably gonna continue overthinking it but anyways i want to know your thoughts on this ladies if you feel like continuing to overthink this entire matter and give me some thoughts and feedback on it as well as my homies if you feel like i'm saying the truth or i'm lying you can slide into my Instagram DMs at Breaktime on Westside is the handle that you should reach me on. On Facebook, you can also hit me up on Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs at BagakaTheD. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. If you're on CastBox, feel free to leave your comments there as well. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.